It's Monday, March 1st. Look at this. We've got March 5s, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Talk. Here, McCauley, Zach Rothenberg. We've got the great Chad Catcher. Look at this. Yeah, well, you know, the months change, but the technical difficulties never they, they never cease to exist as uh, the months pass by. But our boys are finally in March, third month of 2021. Here we go. And I feel like this is when the good stuff starts to finally happen a little bit here. You know, February after the Super Bowl, it's, it's tough times. Yeah, you know, we got obviously uh, you know, hockey full gear, um, NBA as well. And then we got uh, you know, some pretty competitive golf tournaments coming up. And uh, free agency in the NFL is heating up. So good stuff ahead. And China, you're all excited for baseball. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I mean, Fitz already ruined the Philly season, so I'm I'm uh, I'm depressed. Okay, Jeez. well, also, we'll do some clickbait. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tease the show before we jump into clickbait. So we got a great trip. Like we said, it's first day of March, so there's a lot of excitement. We're gonna break down all the cool stuff that goes on um, in sports and, and just in life in the month of March. Um, Selection Sunday is two weeks away from yesterday, so we'll obviously dump in a little bit more March Madness, uh, and we'll tease our bracket a little bit from wants to join our March Madness pool. Um, a wild video. I saw that sent over. Did you guys see that video? Did you actually like no? Yeah, we'll get to it. I'll I'll, I'll get to that whole <laughs> I'll do a little play by play and then you know move on. Um but yeah, we have a fun little segment off of uh, some wildlife uh in Australia. But um and also obviously Mojo Monday because it's Monday. Um oh you guys watch this show Bridge and Tunnel before we jump into the show? Nope. So good. I know Zach, I know you'd love it. What's it called again? Bridge and Tunnel. Eddie Burns makes it. And is it on? Uh, it's on Netflix, right? Uh, so it was on Epics. It's a, like a six uh, six episode series. It's really good. So yeah, check it out. We watched. I'm writing it down. Perfect. Um, oh, we got the, we got the chat cooking. What's up, Trust? We got the Knicks are over uh, 500. Zach, I'm sure you're excited about that. Yeah, fourth in the East, right? So that's pretty pretty good. You know, big transformation, I'd say. So yeah, and like, trying not to get my my hopes uh, too high, but I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, we got always number one fan. I bet it springs around the bend. Um, so it's that point. Do you guys want to kick off with a little clickbait? As always. Sure. Yeah, that's it, Zach. You want to take it? Yeah, so uh, you know, the ESPN archives are still churning it out. Um, so Josh Gordon is joining Johnny Manziel here in the chat at the, uh, the FCF <laughs> Zappers, the Atlanta Georgia <laughs> uh, Fan-Controlled Football League, the Zappers. So first off, what a name. And second off, I mean, do we really care? I mean, do we care? So the league's strictly in Atlanta? No, this team is located in Atlanta. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, but, you know, it, it seems like it's one back, of those. I was going to say, do you have any backdrop on this league? Because it's, it's called, like, fan control football or something? I don't know too much about sure. it. I know, I know I saw highlight. Yeah, Chad, do you know more about this this league? Uh, I mean, the league itself, not really. But I do know that the team that, uh, that signed him, their owner or coach, I think it's owner, um, but like it's the same thing. It's just the guy that that is the running the runner of the team is Bob Menery, and uh, I just that dude. If you guys don't know who he is, he's the guy that like makes all those um, remakes of sports calls, adding in like a ton of curse words and stuff like that. Oh, God, it's that no. guy. So like just just him him having control of a team is funny in itself, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, so now they're loaded up with with Manziel. Um, and the guy that can't stay off the weed. Josh Gordon. <laughs> Good Lord. Seriously. Oh my yeah, God. I guess they don't drug test in that league. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I'll spin into to back to Chicago's a perfect little segment in my clip. Football and, and, and like you're saying, expanding. Uh, the span of the family is Tom Brady. Uh, apparently, this is clickbait that he's uh, trying to add another child to, us, to the Brady bunch, if you will. Um, 
I don't care. Could, it doesn't matter. We don't even bring up the championship game. It's over. It's past. We're done. That's that's it. The clickbait. I don't even. Do you guys have anything you want to add? No, no. Good. All right, no, let's just, move on. Uh, <laughs> so we want to do some more football. Chat. We got. So I'm kidding. If you guys want to jump in there? Go for it. No, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, add. Who cares? I was just gonna add. Who cares? <laughs> it's his personal life. Like big deal. Let him do what he's got to do. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if if we need any more uh, content from Brady, I'm sure he'll put it out himself because he he puts out a ton. So <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, <laughs> we don't we don't need any extra outside of that. Um. Oh, we got Uncle Ricky wants to talk a little hockey. By the way, we can get some hockey chat at night. Want to go? Trash, yeah, yeah. He was trash okay, talking me all weekend. Do you want to um chat? Do you want to pause your? Well, your clickbait. Why don't we just roll it into our football chatter? Right. We'll do that a little bit later on. Or do you guys want? Or um. I'm trying to think. Well, you know, let's all right. Let's jump in the chat real quick, right? Okay. So Uncle Ricky probably just wants to rub it in with your hat. Zach, by the way, bold, bold. By the way, you live in the Philadelphia area. It was a, you know, three nil back to back. And I'm not even rubbing it in. I'm just you know, Sabers, Flyers this weekend. You're not. You're brave for wearing it. You're wearing it. Well, you know, I gotta support them while they're down for whatever it's worth. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Flyers are a really good team. You know, they're it was it was impressive for sure. Well, not a, not according to Karen, they're not. Why? Why do you think they should have beat us like six to nothing? No, 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 Karen just still games. hasn't gotten back on them because they had a little COVID sickness, and he saw the games they. I know in. I'm going to get hurt in the springtime, <laughs> so you know. Um, well, we got Joe G in the chat, and, and also real quick, Tiger Woods. By the way, does anyone want to give him an update real quick on that in the chat from the chat? Do I? I don't physically have the chat since I'm on my phone today, being that Zoom didn't want to let me in, so. What, what's the question? Oh, so no, I was seeing any update on Tiger Woods. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, so he's uh, from his Twitter, he's recovering. Um, I still have not come out with all the, the details of the injuries. Um, so we don't know exactly, you know, how bad of a sh- how bad of shape he was in slash is in. Um, but uh, he, he saw everybody wearing red yesterday. Um, and was, you know, very emotional and uh, happy that everybody was, you know, supporting him. So good. that's about good, all we good got. Good Monday choice from Joe G, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think oh. they, uh, they transferred him from the hospital that he was originally at to another hospital. I forget the name of it, but I know he's in the, in the similar the vicinity, but they transferred him to another hospital. So, but yes, everything Chad said, he's doing, doing well. So That's good stuff. And up to, to that point, there was... Um, Actually, this really is not to that point. I was just trying to – I feel like I always try to do that to stitch segments here. But sometimes you just can't do it when you host the show, boys. You just can't make it all tie together, right, and make it look good. Um, But to that point, all right. So, Chad, let's get – yours is kind of clickbait. Well, I feel like Peloton Gate is your clickbait. Um, But let's – we'll we'll kind of spin it into DJ Watt revealing uh, that he is signing with the Arizona Cardinals, which – you know, through shockwaves through the football world and the NFL circuits today. So, Chad, the floor is yours with your clickbait with Peloton Gate. So, um, I don't personally, I'm not saying that J.J. Watt was having clickbait for himself. My um, opinion here is him coming out and physically um, being the one to say where he was going um, was in my head, his way of kind of coming at these reporters um, for releasing all these sources that just aren't even close to sources, which is what we've been saying for the better part of a year now, uh, which leads us to our clickbait arguments. 
Um, so I thought it was just hilarious when I saw that he posted a picture of him lifting. Was he squatting? Um, and saying that he was going from the Texans to um, the Cardinals. And the source was him. So who better to get it from than the actual guy himself? Um, so my clickbait today was just explaining that I think athletes are even starting to understand that these guys are giving you a bunch of nothing um, and everybody just, you know, eats it up. So there we go. No, I, I love it. I think that's a great spin on it for sure. It's like, it's like JJ Watt is the, uh, the clickbait cleanup, like freedom fighter or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice that these athletes are starting to realize that too, to Chad's point. Yeah. And, and I think for me, I, I, you know, I'm more just coming at this from like a Packers fan perspective, but not, you know, even not even just that, I think just any, it just is a, Everyone believe that this is the best part about March football. Everyone believes that your team can get possibly sixteen and zero, right? So that's oh, what's yeah. fun about it. Like you can even have like right, the Eagles, obviously, for example. Chad, everyone's down in the city right now, but you have a new coach, new quarterback. Yeah. I think right? you can sell anything. Yeah, Sirianni, call your mother. I love how the call your mother is always the thing that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, you a cool. Yeah, you see that or the other, but. Um, I know. Look at me. I have my Irish T-shirt on. Like, there's a guy being some some trouble <laughs> from the movies I've seen. Um, all right. But anyway, getting back to to 2021 and uh, the NFL chatter. Um, here's here's the thing, right? Like, yeah. See, maybe JJ Watts listening to us. And he wants to clean up. You know, clean it, clean them. You know, he's trying to clean it all up for everyone. Um, but this I feel like shock of football is because right, if your team can competing like I, I think the question mark was like because you knew he was going to sign with someone that was competing right and then the question was like well how, what was the dollar figure and i think a lot of, of experts were that were on the mark obviously now with the number coming out it's two years 31 million dollars um 23 of that guaranteed uh i mean let me just ask you know always throw it out there what do, what do you guys think of the signing I thought it was a steep price. I mean, I get it. Like, everyone's still feeding off of that he's J.J. Watt from, you know, five-plus years ago. But I think it was a little, you know, not to say what anyone should make or shouldn't make, but I think it was a, it was a steep price for sure. I think he helps their defense, yeah. But, you know, if you, I think if you look over the last five years, he hasn't even averaged ten games a season. Like, he's not – he plays about eight, nine games a year. Um, and he's, he doesn't put up like those numbers that everyone kind of associates him with. And we've talked about it on the show before how, you know, with defensive linemen, it's very hard for defensive linemen to put up stellar numbers year after year after year because those positions take so much abuse. And it's just, it's so hard to do, especially with the talent, um, you know, and the speed and the power that is the NFL game. So I think it was a little, a little much, but I mean, yeah, he helps their defense, but this is a plain sign that Cardinals aren't going to be re-signing uh, Hassan Reddick and, it's pretty much going to be Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, which isn't a horrible combination, you know, fronting the line. I just think I would love to know what his criteria was. I mean, I feel like he's at the, the, the age of his career where he, you know, would want to probably contend for a ring. So I guess he must really feel that for the Cardinals, obviously, which they have talent for sure. But the Rams in that division, I don't know. So All right, well, hold on. we can't start our own clickbait here. We're starting to like the whole like, well, I mean, Matt Stafford, like, there's so many moving pieces. The draft hasn't even happened. Free agency hasn't right. even happened. Let's just settle in, settle yeah. in. I, I get it. I, like, cause it's at the same point, it's, it's. Well, I wasn't even taking the Matt Stafford angle. I was just saying like the Rams were there last year, you know, in the heat of the playoffs 
That's true. I mean, and you honestly, know. even think about it, Seattle was the team that won the division. I know. And, Seattle. and San Fran will be better. That's that that division's always just so intriguing to me. I mean, it's funny too. I saw uh, a meme today too that was saying, but basically, the the, the um that the they're basically turning into the Arizona Texans with DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt. And now that um yeah, it's funny. Look, I'm just looking at what Joe was saying in the chat too to how you know D Hop probably recruited him there, and, and it's wild because you think about it. That's a lot of money you're paying both those guys, right? Has to be. Yeah, it is. I mean, for for sure. I mean, I guess the one thing to look at is it's it's credit to him for going to a team that's in the heat of a tough division. You know, like he could have took the easy way out and took less money and gone to Tampa Bay. He could have gone, you know, to the other teams that are right there on the cusp for like the Chiefs or things like that. So give a lot of credit for that for sure. But yeah, I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins had his hand. You know, was sweet talking him a little bit. So, uh, kind of what I think. Well, two things I think from the um, from the Cardinals' perspective, I think it's terrible. Um, straight up, I just think it's terrible. I think they paid a lot of money uh, for as a guy that Zach mentioned uh, has not played a lot in the past couple of years. Um, and if there's anything I can tell you as an Eagles fan, injuries get worse with age, not better. Um, so. I, I, you you really can't convince me into that thinking that he's going to play a lot more than what he's averaged the past couple of years, um, and what he's done the past couple of years not warrant the money that he got paid today. Um, so I think it was a, a a bad deal from their their perspective. But I think from JJ's perspective, um, obviously he did great with the money. But I also think just the way that that guy has gone about his whole career and, and, and following him as, as just a, a natural fan that I am, I, I think he's a competitor in the sense of like more than just the normal athlete. Um, like he is going to go all out, even the years that he gets hurt. Like it takes the bad, bad injuries to have him sit out of these games. It's not just, um, you know, like, a broken finger, um, a stubbed toe. Like he is playing through massive injuries and it, it's taking some horrible things to happen to him um, for him not to play. So I see this more as he knows the Cardinals are going to be good. He doesn't know that they're going to be, you know, a Super Bowl contender, um, but he, he, he knows they're going to be good. Well, you know, he's going to go try to be for eight and eight last year and that he's going to make them 10 and six or 11 and five. And here we go. Like, like, you know, that's what they're selling. Well, but that's what I'm saying though. It's like, he's going there to continue to compete. And hopefully the team he's on now is going to give him way more than the team that he was on before. Um, so he's not, he's not doing the old fashioned, go get a ring like we see in the NBA. And I know Zach hates a lot. Um, but he's he's kind of mixing the two. Let's go play for somebody that's supposed to be pretty good next year, um, and also try to, to to keep my competitive edge going, um, not just joining the best team in the league. Well, it's a, it's interesting too because that's not even that's not even the news that came out today. So Washington, the Washington football team, which I guess are what are they going to stick with that again this year? I guess. Um, so I guess they're uh, parting ways with Alex Smith, which wasn't a total shock after some of the little rip. I think what was it on Kyle Brandt's podcast? I, I honestly I, I can't remember now what whose it was, but where, where he Smith, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, and, and he was like a little bit upset with like the comments Ron made about how you know Kyle Allen probably could have won the division for him too. 
Yeah. Um, I forget whose podcast that was on. Let's see. Was it Dan Patrick? I don't remember, but... Yeah, it might um, have been Brands. I know, that was, I know that was pretty heavily promoted. Um, yeah, I feel like it was 10 questions with Comrade. Yeah. But either way, it, I mean... Um, you know, let's yep, 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 yep. You're right. You're right. Ten questions with Kyle Brandt. Perfect table. Um, but all right, so at that point, nevertheless. So, I mean, what do you guys think about this? Like, from an Alex Smith perspective, like, you think a team might pick him up? From a Washington standpoint, like, are they going with Kyle Allen? What, what's their play? You think they're going to tap into some circuits? Like, I mean, we don't have to say who's going to be their quarterback, but it's just like, just generally, if you had a guess, like, if you just were, you know, Hypothesizing, you know, someone going there, who would it be? Uh, I, I know they were knocking on the door of Matt Stafford and Jared Goff before that trade. Um, I was reading that they were inquiring about those two guys before that trade went through. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to, to um, entice maybe a Sam Darnold trade or something because it's pretty clear the Jets at number two, new coach, new all that. They might, they might go and uh, a quarterback at number two overall. If not, I could see them maybe getting like a Mac Jones at nineteen in the draft. So I think they're definitely going to be in the market for a quarterback. I don't think they want to rock Kyle Allen or Heineke out, <laughs> out there for sure. But uh, from an Alex Smith perspective, you know, I feel, I mean, I feel for the guy, but at the same point, like he had a heck of a comeback and he did what he did. So it's like, all right, you can close that chapter. I think he's better off. Like, and I was going to ask Chad this, like, Chad, how would you feel if Smith, if Alex Smith was like the backup to Hertz? Like, I feel like he'd be a great mentor for, uh, for a that's young That's a good idea. You know? So that's, that's the, um, that's the side I've been on is I think that our backup quarterback this year should be a mentor type person, somebody that's had a lot of experience in this league um, and can actually grow the starter while not taking away from like his play. Um, like just with the, the media and the fan base that we have here, if it's somebody that is close to him in um, like actual playing, then the, the fans are just going to riot the first time the guy messes up. But if you can have somebody that is towards the end of their career, you know you're not going to get too much out of them if they have to even play in a game, but their knowledge is what you're seeking, I, I love it. So, yeah, I would love to see him come be our backup. I'd love to see like a even like a Tyrod Taylor where he's been in the league for a ton of years now, um, but I don't think what he would give you is, is comparable to what hurts at the top of his game should be giving you as a starter. Um, so it's just an opportunity to grow. But Washington, man. Washington always seems to have these weird, like, like how, how did you not just get behind the guy last year? Like, imagine if the whole entire fan base rallied around with the team behind the guy coming back from injury, which it should have been. Um, but now I can see why that it didn't get as much press as it should have been because they were trying to like keep it under wraps. They didn't even want them to play on the team. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, especially like when you know it's not Ron Rivera's culture. Yeah, it's not like it doesn't I, smell like at least. I, I I mean it had to have like it had to have not been Rivera. It had to have just been that 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 organization from the top down. Um, but I, I still like. You, you know you have a budding defense that's going to be there for years. The quarterback didn't have to happen, and you, it's not like you were going out to get the next best thing. You went out and got Kyle Allen. Like, just just let the guy rock back there and have a good story for yourself. Yeah, it, I, I, 
He's old as Rogers, like who Smith? Yeah, he's thirty six. Well, no, I know. I'm. I, I know what I'm saying though is last year they weren't going to go win a Super Bowl no matter who was their quarterback. So That's why true. would you not? Why would you not want to just run run with the having a good experience with a with a guy that came off one of the gruesome, most gruesome injuries of all time. That's that's a great storyline for your franchise when you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I completely but agree. We'll see. I mean, there's some. I mean, we could just sit here and spin circles. I actually, to that point, that's my other note with the NFL. I was going to say it's crazy that uh, free agency is what like ten days, I think, give or take, maybe a little bit more. I think it's what the fifteenth, thirteenth, seventeenth, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> one of the one of the teens. Yeah, teens and yeah. yeah, it's it's Middle one of those yeah, it's one Sunday in March. So um, it's that, that point. Uh, let's uh, let's switch, jump into a little basketball. It's also in March, March Madness. Um, two weeks away, Selection Sunday was yesterday, so we're 13 days away from that. So see, I, I had that one. Um, but yeah, no, this, this is it's exciting. Um, you know, obviously, I think we we're all a little pumped up more after talking to Frank on Thursday about some hoops. Uh, so where are you guys at, Zach? I know you wanted to talk a little bit about it. It's funny because, right, we can talk about who's good, who's a dark horse. Um, let's, I like where your head was at today. Let's talk about a team that might not be the one seed just because, like, they're either like a three seed or, you know, whatever, like, in the, like currently, like, in the, the, the polls or whatever. Um, who's a team that you think is, in a, is probably not going to be one of the four one seeds but could still make a lot of noise in the tournament? So I don't know what it is, man, but University of Virginia, like, historically just has me, like, pulling for them in the, in the March Madness. And I think it's just because, you know, Tony Bennett, just his coaching is just – there's so much discipline there. There's a lot of experience yeah, with, with himself, obviously. Uh, they have uh, senior forward Sam Hauser, who was a part of their championship team two years ago. He's leading the way, uh, 15 points a game, six rebounds. Like, they have a solid team. They only give up 60 points per game, which is like the Virginia way, how, you know, they just suffocate you and it's a slow, grind it out um, type of feel. So I know they're, they're 15 and six right now, but – or the fifteen, yeah, fifteen and six right now. But uh, I don't know. I feel like come tourney t- tourney time, they're always like they're always a team that can go the distance because of their discipline and their defense. So that's a team for me that uh, I'm keeping my eye on. That's not a bad pick, but I'm so your pick is more of a like historically defensive pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go completely opposite of that. Uh, mine is in a year where. We, we're not seeing, like, the best teams, like the, the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the UNCs uh, dominating. And we have more of teams that aren't as um, – I'm trying to think of the right word because they're all great storied programs, but they don't have that, like, recency bias of being really good. Besides, outside of Michigan, like, Michigan's been, been great for the past 10 years. Um, but what I'm trying to say here is without the big, the big guns – um, I'm looking at a team that usually would make a pretty good run, but it would just get cut short by one of those big, big teams. Um, so this year, I think, I think Creighton goes on a, on a big run, mainly because they have always been known as a three point shooting team. And this year when, when they get hot, they're scoring 90 points. Like if, if they're, if they're getting going in the first 10 minutes of the game, they're going to put up a big number on your head. Um, and we all, we can all see it every, like every single year, the team that gets hot, it, it's really hard to stop them. So, um, there, there might not be the, the greatest of seeds, um, but I think they can go on a run. That's funny. Cause I know Frank spoke highly of them on Thursday and I'll just kind of twist both of what you guys like, unless you just want to add Zach with Creighton. 
Well, I had another one, but I, I want to see what you say. What you so I like Florida State. I know they lost UNC. That was a weird game. Yeah, that, well, it's been it's been such an odd college. That's what I'm saying. Like such an odd college basketball season. It's I think I really think we're in for a team. We're, it's either going to be Michigan, in my opinion, or it's going to be a team that we don't really see coming. Like, I, I really do believe that. Um, just and the only reason I think Michigan has uh, a better chance than any of the other higher seeds at the moment is they literally have two head coaches. Like you, you don't see that in college basketball. They have two head coaches. So, like they they have they have the coaching side going for them. I'm with I'm with Joe. I think I think Gonzaga's going to win it. I really do. I really it's funny because I'm going to use them in an example um, in our segment coming up here in a little bit, which is interesting. <laughs> Terrifying teams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> your ter- your terrifying team is going to get losing the Sweet Sixteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Jose. No way. No, no. I, I you're, you're, it. your buddy told you they're in a they're in a conference that usually isn't very good, and now this year it's really bad. I um, played uh, nobody. Yeah, and I like I like this concept that you know. I hope. Um, you know, Michigan wins because <laughs> – yeah, because you know, that's the thing. You know, I hope Michigan – just I love what you know, like Chad was saying about St. Joe's screwing over Phil Martelli. I mean, because I really hate how they, they did him dirty, and I, I don't like that, I should say. But, you know, I, I agree. I Like, it would be funny to see Michigan win just because he's done oh, yeah. nothing but thrive at Michigan. And oh, yeah. You're right. It, it, was just, it was just stupid. It was just such a – like, I, I don't know what that what that was, like firing him. First of all, it's, it, I mean, it just shows you how bad their program's been since then. They've been in church. I actually yeah. think they're on TV right so, now. They're playing Rich do, you, do you know? Um, I mean, this is very clickbaity, but might as well just say it. You know what's going around uh, A10 Twitter? What's that? Is, is Phil, Phil is going to get the Fordham job. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to get an update real quick on, on this, this score for, for you. For We're down in Richmond right now. This is so fitting. Of course, or I hate when you watch a game and it's just like they're back for like a good 90 seconds. You're like, put the scoreboard up. Put the scoreboard up. It's, it Are always about Michigan? you need to actually see what's going on in the game. Uh, St. Joe's is actually winning by five with eight minutes left. All right. Um, St. Joe's? Yeah. They're playing? Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I thought the it. A-10 I thought the A-10 was done. No. Right now. No, but, yeah, okay. um, but, to, but to that point, um, I guess, is there anything else you want to add for March well, Madness? Well, I got another one. What about what about Kansas? Where are we at with Kansas? Nah. They just beat they just beat my my team Baylor. That was Baylor's like that was their throw. They, they had tough Florida. over overtime loss to Texas, and they beat Texas Tech the game before. I mean, they, they could be getting hot at the right time. They got some experience there with Bill Self, Karen. That could be the team to knock your zags out in the Sweet Sixteen. Could, I don't think so. Hey, if they get hot, so. yeah, but I I just can't get behind Kansas this year. <laughs> no way, no, I can't. That's no that's not, that's no not the ride I'm getting on. Okay, I and, didn't sit and, on that ride. And folks, I I, I hate to say it because we're in the metro area, but this is not the year to put put Villanova any farther than the Elite Eight. It's just not. But it's going to be another one of those Jay Wright, like before he won his two national championships, where he just found a way to choke every year. Um, it's going to be one of those games where they just look terrible because it's it's been such an up and down year for them. So I do not see them winning the amount of games you have to win to to hoist that trophy. Well, let me. Uh, it's funny because I want to. I want to spin this. I was going to talk about some baseball, but do you want to get into the terrifying team thing? Because that's I want to make my Gonzaga point in that anyway. Yeah, go so ahead. Should we jump go into ahead. this? All right. So yeah. did you see this? 
I'm pulling this up. I'm gonna. I'm, this is producing live, where, where you really don't know how much you really want to show this video, but it's. I mean, it's not every day you see a crocodile eat a shark. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's amazing. I, I see, our Aussie listeners. Um, this is actually happening in their uh, in their neck of the woods. There was a nice old saltwater crocodile that coming through the waves saw some uh, some you know sharks that washed up. And uh, okay, you can you can kind of read between the lines what it does. It eats the see. I can do play by play. Um, yeah, you get you get what happened. Uh, all right, That's so a big croc. You know, it made me think. Like, it, I mean, we talk about this kind of nonsense. I feel like they're in the living room, ironically enough, right? With your friends and stuff. Like, if you. And I think it's one on one is the key, right? Because I was like looking up like most dangerous article or most dangerous animal articles, and like mosquito was like popping up because like West Nile virus. And I'm just thinking like, okay, but I'm one on one with this, you know, taking care of that business, right? I can. That's one I feel actually kind of confident about. Um, but to that point, what would, if there's a one animal you do not want to be one on one with? But who would it be? Yeah, mine. Mine's the the poor the poor guy getting eaten there. It's a, it's a shark. I mean, Ooh. I just. I feel so. I was torn between a shark and a whale, and I'll tell you why I think a whale is just because of how huge they are. Like, if you're huge, yeah. ocean, you just look over and you see this ginormous whale. But yeah. a shark, it's like if you're in the ocean, like scuba diving or whatever, and you see a shark, like, you know, you are not, first off, what do you do? Second off, like, you know, you're not fast enough to outswim a shark. So you're just, I mean, I watched Shark Week. We've all watched Shark Week. It's not good. So yeah, yeah. you got, you oh, have yeah. to be complete, completely still. Yeah, and like, sense, yeah, and I, I like what Joe said in the chat. Polar bear. That was another one. Polar bears are just as bad as polar bears. bears will tear you apart. Yeah, yeah. They're basically white grizzly bears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you can go ahead because I'm I'm in between two. So yeah, yeah, I said I'm in between two. So go ahead. All right, well, I think it's actually kind of fitting, Zach, that you said that the you know it was the one in the video getting eaten. Well, that's I'm picking the thing that ate it. <laughs> The crocodile. Um, I have so many stats that I could throw out. I was Joe G can attest this. I was like spending about the greater half of this afternoon, about ninety minutes worth researching saltwater crocodiles, and it's basically the the dinosaurs that still exist. Um, you me just give you the like the you know Chad. I need you to get your glasses and like the Mel Kiper outfit back and be like, well, I'll tell you what, Karen, it's a big body. They grow up to be twenty three feet. All right, they can grow to be 23 feet long. They can grow, they can weigh up to 2,000 pounds. It's a lot of pounds. Uh, did you know that they actually kill more people per year, Zach, than sharks? Whoa, did not. What uh, is this, by the way? Um, What's the animal? Okay. But no, it's fine. I was just trying to think of like in my head a good way to like set this question up. They, okay, they, they obviously attack and kill more people than sharks. What do you think is. Like by how much? Like how many do you think people die per shark versus per crocodile? Uh, on, like on a yearly, like a yearly basis. Yeah, very round number. So I'd say probably like died from sharks is probably like a hundred or less, and a crocodile is probably like two thousand. Your math was actually very good. It, it just the percentage was right on. I gotta give it to him, Zach. The percentage was on. Yeah. It's a thousand, it. a thousand for crocodiles and five for sharks. So that's pretty wild. Oh and, wow! Yeah, wow. and the bite, like size, like the square, like that whole thing that I, like, you know, just the, uh, the clamping power. It's the same as a T Rex. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm good with that. And they, plus, they just like they're down yeah. to attack humans. Yeah, so that's that's why that's where I got my number. Got my idea for numbers is 
yeah, obviously there's a, a, a ton of people in the world and, and you can get attacked by a shark at any moment and some of them could be fatal, but they're not out like hunting humans. Um, and it's not like humans are deep in the middle of the ocean all the time. Like any of these, most of these attacks happen right off the water where you don't usually die. But like, you can just get snatched by a croc. Like, was well, <laughs> snatched. Was a kayaker in 2010 that happened to? Yeah, like, well, maybe not that exact person, but that kind of thing happened. Like, you're just in the water, you have no idea they're coming, and boom, you're done. There were these three guys that went to the Congo. I mean, mm-hmm. good luck. That just sounds like, like that's like, I feel like what these sounds like, like yeah. safaris, like, just like, to paint the picture how much wildlife's probably there. Um, and they went down, I guess, like, the most dangerous part, and, and they didn't realize they were basically went into the shoot where it was just all crocs and yeah that didn't go so well for well, I'm not trying to make light of the situation it's just I mean obviously at the same point like everyone's like what are you doing like right like there's yeah. like, you know, at some point to ask that question mm-hmm. um, alright but let me tie this back into us being a sports show here for a second so let me think though like what's the scariest team like right like you say okay you see a croc you're like oh my god I'm done but what by the way did you do you have anything more you want to add Chad? No mine's mine's just a um I forget the snake, but but the is it anaconda? Oh, the, like the one that wraps, the one that wraps around mm. you first. Oh, the boa yeah. constrictor, python, so, one of those guys. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the reason I say that is because I feel like most animals that are gonna be able to kill you, um, like it's gonna be painful getting clawed or snatched and all that stuff until they finally figure out how to kill you. But I feel like that's quick, like. This thing is wrapping around your body, breaking bones because that's the force it's going to have, but also constricting your air. And like humans can kind of survive a little bit without the air. So like you're, you're, it's a waiting game on just dying, and you're going to try and fight, but your your bones are broken. Like it's it's not going to be a fun process of dying. It's like being down three zero in a series. You know it's over. Yeah, like you're not getting <laughs> you out know? of it. Like there might be a small a small chance something else distracts it or something. You wouldn't wiggle and win a game, but you just yeah. You're just, but like, yeah, you're not. Over. You're not. Yeah, you're not winning that one. No. So. no. Uh, but to that point, then who's who would you say is the most terrifying team in all sports? All sports right now. Zach, you want to go first? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So mine is uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. Mm. And uh, yeah, Maple Leafs are they're sixteen four and two. They have uh, they have thirty four points over twenty two games, so they're averaging over a point and a half a game, which I think is pretty pretty incredible. Um, they're first in North Division, you know, obviously with that, and they have two players uh, over 30, 30 points themselves. Austin Matthews on my fantasy team, I'll take credit for that. Um, he has thirty one points and eighteen goals. He had a he had like seven goals over a six game span I think at one point this year he might even still have it but uh, it's just it's just incredible and then Mitch Marner another guy thirty two points he's more of the assist guy but still I mean teams just deadly right now and uh, you know they're running North Division they're I think they're a pretty clear threat they have like a six point lead over second I mean I know we're still a lot of hockey left to be played but mm. so have we had any update on Canada by the way. Like, when this second half of the season comes out, are they going to be coming back down to America? Like, there's still that travel ban, right? So we're kind of screwed until that travel ban's lifted? I'm sure they'll figure it out by the playoffs. Right? Well, but it's, they, I mean, right now, the Canadian teams are only playing the Canadian teams. I don't even see how that makes sense that any of them should be 
qualified for the playoffs. Like, All right, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Relax. They'll make it work. I know. Make it work. I, I get it. I'm just saying it's – it's okay. It, Sorry. it makes no – I get what you're saying. There's, there's question marks around it. Yeah, like they're playing eight – There's they're playing seven other teams or six other teams besides themselves. It's fair. Um, yeah. All right, now getting uh, – all right, I'll, tell you, I'll go next real quick. So um, uh, let's get back to Gonzaga. Now, I'm telling you, that team is trouble. I don't think it's your same Gonzaga team. I actually, like, there's rare times where I feel like I already know a month out who I'm picking up in the national championship regardless of the bracket. And it's going to be one of those things where I pick Gonzaga and just work my way out, like, with the rest of the bracket. Um, they're the real deal, I, I think. I don't know. I think they're the scariest team in all sports right now because I think they're undefeated. Uh, I, I think they're going to dominate the. I, I really do think they're going to dominate March Madness, and I think that everyone's going to see that it's not just because they're in the WCC, the West Coast Conference. Um, I really think they're going to flex their muscles. And right now, as of now, it would have been the Chiefs if they won the Super Bowl, but I think right now the most terrifying team to run into is the Gonzaga's Ags, Bulldogs. Huh. All right, so I'm going to create a uh, a bracket after this, Kieran. It's a hundred dollars sign up. Are you in? Why? That's aggressive. <laughs> Ask me after the uh, show. We'll talk. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I was just saying that you you already told us. Oh, you already put my money where my mouth is. Oh. Yeah. You, did, <laughs> oh, no, I, I, you know, I, I believe. By the way, is this time for uh, to tease our bracket? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, we should. So the contest rules. I'll tell Zach, you want to give him the debrief real quick? Yeah. So uh, all you have to do is to – we're doing a, a bracket, long story short, with a lot of great giveaways. Uh, first place gets a $100 Amazon gift card, and second place gets – well, not second place. It's whoever has the most correct picks, which is most likely to be – Which I like. I like that a lot. It's not mm-hmm. – we're not giving second place, you know, um, a really great prize. We're making you earn it. Yeah. Of course, I have the wrong picture pulled up. I have a picture of the CEO of the, the Mariners getting fired. <laughs> Let's find the right picture here. Here we go. But um, that prize is a picture of right, well, Bob. Some heavy producing oh, right now. Here we go. It's not. It's not a. It's not a day living or sports talk world without a little video production error. All right, here we go. So there it is. If everyone doesn't throw up. With, I try to limit the clicks. Look at that. That was. Oh god, that was bad. Um, look at that yeah. little Bob Knight autograph Looney Tune memorabilia. How cool is that? You can't beat it. Most picks right. Bob Knight, Bob. No, no chairs were thrown in this uh, production, by the way. I like that. Yes, do you have mine? But, but yes, in order, in order, in order to join the bracket, all you have to do is go to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe, which is absolutely free to do. Screenshot that you subscribe, send it to us either, either direct message on uh, Facebook or Instagram or everything, or, or email any us. Any social media network. If you, even if you know us personally, just text it to us. We don't care how we Yeah, send us a carrier pigeon for all I care. And uh, we'll send you the login and then you're in. So it's absolutely free to join. And we're also giving out $10 Amazon gift cards for the leader after each round. So it'll be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So make sure you sign up for that bracket. Um, and then, all right, to that point, let's. You know, it's funny. Yeah, I, let, me, let me get my chance first. Yeah, oh my God, I bypassed. I'm sorry. I got excited about the bracket. I thought we were moving on. I'm sorry. That's, that's see production error now. Host, uh, this is okay. That's two on me. Now. Good. It's pretty um, Mine's <laughs> mine's just you know I can't you can't miss on this one and it's the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, they're just one. that's a really good one. They are like, lethal ev- now. Every every year, like you just know they're gonna make they're gonna be in that playoff. That's almost a guarantee. Is it a guarantee? Have they been, have they been in every playoff? I think, I think they, they missed one. They missed one? I think they missed okay, one. Okay, so it's all but a guarantee that they're going to be in the playoffs. 
Um, and then they usually win it. So there's <laughs> that. Can't argue with you there. <laughs> That's one team's <laughs> been a constant. I feel like our whole lives, whereas every other yeah. team's kind of you're in and out, you know. Oh yeah, like they're the Patriots, kind of of college football. They they really are. Yeah, yeah. Saban has done no wrong there. No, no, they're good. <laughs> um, all right, but to, to that point, I, you know, I always like we get feedback from the crowd. You know what I mean? And then you know, if you're out and about, and people give you suggestions for segments. So. What we got that I thought was, was interesting was people said you should talk about maybe the best mascot in sports, which I feel like we never talked about. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's a fun little Monday. It's offseason for football. We're not in the playoffs yet for, you know, we're in spring training for baseball. We're not in the playoffs for NHL and NBA. March Madness isn't here yet. Conference tournaments are next week. Yeah, it was good. We got a little question on the social media aspect, didn't we? Chad, you're right over there. You look horrified. I think, I think Brogdon just dunked on Embiid. So, yeah, I'm a little, little perplexed. Why? That's all right. It's all right. Yeah. We'll all right. Um, <laughs> it's just something, it's just something you don't usually see a, a guard yamming on a seven foot center. So, but go on. No, no, you're good. Sorry. It's a tough one. We got Mr. Met in the, in the chat suggestion. Uh, what else did you get from uh, the social media circuit, Zach? <clears throat> uh, a couple of folks. Chad was actually one of them. They gritty, which I, you know, that's a phenomenal one. And yeah, that, that was all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Calvin was the other one too. He's, He's one of my friends. Yeah, and Calvin did. Yeah, oh, Calvin's yes, great. Right. Look, Calvin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, gritty. Like, it's it's so weird that a, a a mascot that was made what three years ago, um, two years ago, three years ago. It, the years are are flying by at this point in time. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, a mascot that's so young in his career, as you as we should say, um, is is already as uh, relevant as he is. I mean, like, he's the stuff that he does. I don't know if I sent it in this group message, but did you guys see um, when the Flyers were up at, at Tahoe and um, he was hiding behind a tree in the middle of the pitch black dark? And, like, somebody, like, a reporter put out, like, well, didn't expect to see Gritty just hiding in the middle of the night. Uh, but here he is and just had a video of him literally just, like, peeking out behind a tree again in the. It's black. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with Joe though in the chat. I think the Philly Fanatics the best one between him and Gray. I think he inspired Gray. Yeah, I mean, uh, fanatic from the Galapagos Island. Um, you can't go wrong with him either. But I really do think that Gritty has exploded so far onto the scene that, like, soon enough, people will know Gritty Gritty over the Philly Fanatic when we're 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 talking outside of. The, the Philly metro area. So Zach, can I ask you? Oh, sorry. First of all, please, please comment because I have a question. You know where I'm going with this after. <laughs> no, you are. So, please. Well, Karen, do you remember remember the old uh, summer camp days when the fanatic used to come for like the counselor basketball games? Oh yeah. He, oh, he kissed me. He grabbed my face and stuck that tongue right in my face, Karen. Oh, oh nice. nice. You, you made out with the fanatic. I was violated. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Was I was violated. <laughs> It's like the, oh, the party man. streamer. Like, yeah, they scare me. <laughs> you took me by surprise, but yeah, I won't. I won't it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Great, but no, I will say, and I know where you're going to go, Karen. So, I absolutely agree that the fanatic and, and uh, gritty are the best out there, 100. percent And that's why my pick was a little unorthodox, Karen. Hmm. Hmm. It is unorthodox. Didn't realize two well, mascots at the server. What was it? Got this Neanderthal that rides around on a motorcycle. 
Um, it's uh, Ragnar the Viking from the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Ragnar. Ragnar the Viking. That's that's such a like great name for him too. I know. Well, that's part of it. I, I like he's a real dude. Like, there's not many mascots that are actual like real, real guys. I feel like this guy fits the part. We look at him. He's big, burly, hairy. He's riding a, a Harley, I think it is, across the field. I mean, Game of Thrones character. That's yeah, what I was gonna say. It's like he's either gonna be at the Vikings game or on the next scene of Game of Thrones. Exactly, and I and I will say some some close seconds for me were were like the the Georgia Bulldog, like the actual Bulldog. I forget his name. Uh, yeah, like I love like when they have dog like little dogs as the uh, the mascot. So you know those, those were close, but I just think Ragnar the Viking, just like the name and everything about it. Just uh, I'm not saying I'm pulling for the Vikings, Karen. I'm just saying the mascot's unique. It's fair. I can I can live with that. I think that's fair. I think that's pretty fair. Um, I, you know I'm gonna go do the Packers have a mascot here? No. Cheese. No, just cheese. Just the cheese heads. Cheese head. All right. I was just was interested. They actually don't have cheerleaders either. I mean, they're not they really have, needed. Like, like high schoolers yeah. or whatever, like kids, middle schoolers, like middle schoolers will do it. Like, but like they don't actually have like that. You know, like the cheerleader. I think there's like I forget. It's like then the Steelers, I think, and. uh uh, well, it's funny when they get to the NFL, they're, they're not even cheerleaders anymore. They're just dancers. Like that's, yeah, exactly. That's it's not. It. It's not cheerleading. So yeah, yeah. And I love. Uh, I love too. I love what uh, UGA is saying. Um, or I love what UGA. Yeah, University of Georgia's mascot. I forget. Alexo, what is the Georgia Bulldogs mascot called? The Georgia Bulldogs team mascots are Harry Dog and Uga. Harry Dog and Uga. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Uga, Uga 10, I think, is their reason. Like, when everyone passes, they just give them that, like, Uga 11, like, Uga 12. Yeah, they're, oh, on Uga 10, cool. they're on Uga 10 right now. Oh, I love that. That's, that's, that's good stat checking, Zach. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Like, that was good, by the way. Um, but, you know, I'm going to jump back into Philadelphia circuits real quick. Did you guys hit the St. Joe's Hawk? First of all, for anyone that's not in the Philadelphia area, that they're always flapping their wings. There you go, Chad, you got it going. Um, they're always flapping their, their wings. <laughs> And they actually get a full ride. They net the, the the slogans "The Hawk will never die." And I know you're gonna get your little Sal two cents in there, Chad, at some point. But <laughs> I can't, I can't, because we have a we have an A10 matchup with them opening round. So I need to hold my tongue until after that game. That'll be fun. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, it's that point. So the guy gets a free ride. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, you want? I'll tell you. You want to explain a little better? So it's like you think. Because I, I had this uh, this debate while I was in college because you kind of learn about it at different times. Um, but think about it this way, right? Go flap your arms for 10 minutes and, and see how that feels. Um, because it's not a joke. Like, that that hawk does not leave the floor. Like, halftime? Nope. He doesn't go into the locker room. Like, it is three straight hours every game. And if it goes into overtime, he doesn't – like. Tough luck. He has to keep going. It is just up, and he has to go all the way up above his shoulders and then back down to his waist. Up, down. Up, down. Seen, I'd love to interview someone. The entire that game. That'd be so, a cool yeah, I, I really, yeah, that would be awesome. But I think the identity is a big thing in that, too. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know if they tear the, the thing off at the end of their four years or not. But, um, it's just like that guy like deserves it. Like you have to, you're pretty, pretty strong to do that. And it's exactly. like, like athletes. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, athletes get full rides and no one says anything bad about it in that sense. So like 
if this guy is able to do that, which I'm guarantee you, even a lot of athletes wouldn't be able to do that. Um, good for him. And <laughs> by all means, give him a full ride. Of course, me thinking conspiracy. What if he was just staying there and they were electronically controlled and his arms down the whole time? They would actually probably save a lot of money if they could just make, make a suit that does that, to be honest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you say to have wear the mask? Good God. I wonder oh. not. I'm looking down to see if he has it on. Like, he travels with them too, doesn't he? The mask? I don't know, maybe this year with COVID, but. He's a, I mean, yeah. So po- um, pre COVID. Pre-COVID, he goes to every game. Mm. Um, you want to hear, hear a great story? Um, yeah, this comes, comes back to, oh, God, I don't even know if my dad's watching this, but it was a story back from their day is somebody tried to, somebody on the LaSalle side tried to fight the, the mascot. Oh, my um, goodness. Right. Um, so um, I hope I'm not butchering, butchering the story too bad, but tried to fight him, and the guy got in some hot water because he did stop the flapping to like get the person off of him. Um, which is a, which is a no, no in the St. Joe's circuits. <laughs> so it's all right. You can jump, but just don't. <laughs> yeah, right. You can jump, but don't stop waving your ass. No, it, it, it got broken ways. up. No, no, no one got there. No one, no one, you know, got hurt. That's good. That's good. That's, That's good. pretty funny. Uh, all right, so well, let's close this right into some Mojo Monday. You guys want to – should we get the ladies out to do some the dancing again get excited for Mojo yeah, Monday? get them going. You're listening to the audio episode. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like the, 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 yeah, the video of the, the people dancing. It's graphic. No, yeah. we're, we're literally bringing ladies into Kieran's room, my room, <laughs> and Zach's room. We're Saints fans, though, so trust me, nothing's <laughs> happening. Um, all right. All right, so let's, hey, let's get to Mojo Monday here. Um, so who wants to go first? I can I go. Yeah, let's let chat you go. So, um, mine was a social media post from Jonah Hill. Um, Jonah Hill, who's just been like, if you haven't followed Jonah Hill for his whole career outside of the movies that he makes, like, he's just an, an all time person. Um, he's always smiling. Uh, he's gone through some stuff, which he's very open and honest about. Um, and just like a, a beacon of light. As, as some would say. Um, so, like, I just really like who he is as a person. Um, but he put out a post basically explaining um, that uh, he's dealt with issues of, you know, body shaming his whole life. Um, and he had to find his way over it. Uh, it's, you know, part of his journey was to, to, to be able to feel good in his own body. Um, but he was one of those kids, he said, growing up, like he didn't take off his shirt to go into the pool. Um, and to have the constant media circus around him, uh, and finally be able to get over that hump was a big moment for him, he said. Um, so he went surfing and was in a, 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 a black bodysuit, which if, you know, if you're in a black bodysuit, like it really exposes your whole body. So if you have some extra weight, like, people the bigger heavier set people don't want to wear it because you look fat like your fat is definitely showing in that suit um and he just rocked it and of course people took pictures of him and of course it was posted um so he came out and basically said like hey like yeah this is what happens when you live my lifestyle um but i've gotten past that in my life and this is this is me posting it for all the kids that that uh aren't able to or don't want to take off their shirts in the pool like just 
you just got to live. Like, people are going to have opinions about you. Who cares what, you, what, what they think? Like, you just got to live your life. So, I think it was great positivity. Um, and it was over the weekend. So, might as well use it on Mojo Monday. Yeah, it's a great it's a great story for sure. Great, you know, value and, and uh, great lesson. And a lot of people could take note from that. Definitely. Now, do you want to go, do you want to next? Z-Man? Yeah, for sure. There's my power flicker. So. <laughs> yeah, so Colin Morikawa. I always find my way to dig into the golf circuit for Mojo Monday. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but Colin Morikawa Colin Morikawa won the uh, WGC event uh, this past weekend. That was at a concession down in uh, Bradenton, Florida by three strokes. Um, and it's so my mojo Monday is he, him, he and Tiger Woods are the only two players to ever win the uh, WGC in a major, uh, when they were under the age of 25. So it's a pretty awesome, uh, feat. And I like, yeah. And his interview at the end was very, he was talking about Tiger Woods and obviously like they're close and things like that. And he was, I'll misquote him, but it was something along the lines of, you know, not everyone says thank you as much as they should. And he basically was thanking Tiger for everything he had done for him and for the game and just and all that, that great stuff. So a good little message in his uh, his post-round um, interview as well. Joe G lost power. Eagle view. Mm. Oh, no. It's coming my way. Yeah, it's coming my way. All right, well, I'll jump into my mojo real quick, and I'll, I'll make it a little bit uh, quicker. This one's, I mean, I, this is one of those things where it's like, in case you missed it, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets were down uh, on the road this weekend. Of course, are you kidding me, Kieran? You didn't blow the highlight up. Oh, my goodness. I hate when I do this. Should I do it real quick and try to get it up? Yeah, we can Load do this the live. One. No, I, actually, I just didn't even have it loaded up. But you know what? That yeah. happens sometimes. This is called live producing again. We're doing it. We'll do it live. Look at that. Boom. There it is. Now we shrink the box. Something from the chat. Always your one fan coming in hot. Most mascots make between $22,000 and $100,000 a year. That's yeah, like, I saw the mascot stats. Yeah. Butcher this production. Oh, God. Um, real quick, though. So, so I'll just use my Mojo Monday real quick. Was the, the Hornets were down eight points with less than a minute to go, and uh, they erased it. They, won. they scored nine points the last minute they won. Um, but, yeah, no, that's interesting, too, about the mascots. Wait, stats. who do they beat? Uh, the Kings. Oh, my yeah, God, I know someone that I didn't. Somebody I know lost big on that game, and I didn't realize that it was that big of a comeback. He just said like the Kings would have won, I would have won a lot of money, and I was like, oh, that sucks. But I didn't look into it. Wow, Kieran, good one. Mm. Oof, see, I'm, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to get out to the West Coast basketball uh, circuits, but um, but yeah, no, this is fun. By the way, real quick, one other thing I saw in Arizona: this guy in Arizona got arrested because he faked his own kidnapping, so he didn't have to go to work. <laughs> I did. What? That's, that's uh, absurd. There, things absurd. people do. Like some yeah, do and how do you get caught in that one? Like, how do you, like? I, I don't know. understand how you that's fake what Michael it. Michael Scott would do. Like, he had to have admitted to it. Like, you can't. Like, if you get just found in the middle of the woods, like, I, I okay, I could. I don't know. I could be speaking like an idiot here, but I feel like he had to have admitted that he was the one that faked this. I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't think you're sorry, Zach. Are you gonna say something? No, I just think it's hilarious. Oh well, and, and you know, and, and to, then if you don't, you know, I'll just add some more uh, sense to this whole dialogue by telling people to follow us on social media. Look at that! Look at that! That's a horrible spinning for March first, but I'll get better as the month goes along. You can only know we're enough. Uh, but check us out on, on all the audio episodes, Spotify and iTunes. Check all that out. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Check us out on all the 
cool social media networks. We love the chat. The chat was awesome tonight, by the way. Um, and also check us out on the website, www.get-sidetrack.com. Um, and then if you're in the video vibes, you can check us out on Twitch. We had a great Twitch crowd. It was just fun. A lot of, a lot of fun, like I said, from the chat and whatnot. Um, follow with the heart of love. Subscribe to the right. Uh, we love all the support. Um, as always, like, love, like I said, we love hearing from the chat. Joe G and uh, always number one fan and, and, and a lot of others in the in the chat as well on the Twitch side. And then on the YouTube side, the Facebook side. Oh, look at, let me actually ooh, – ooh, ooh, yeah. let, let me get to the YouTube thing real quick. Uh, but I was going to say Joe P and Facebook was great. Uncle Ricky. Um, we had a great chat. We had a really good chat tonight. But let's flow over to YouTube real quick if you want to subscribe to that. That's the key to get into our March Madness bracket uh, this year. So subscribe to that. It is absolutely free. Um, and if you go to our social media pages, you can see this announcement. But it gives you kind of a step-by-step breakdown on how to join the bracket. And if you just are joining us now, $100 Amazon gift card is the top prize. The person has the most correct picks, which if you win and you have the most correct picks, you can win both, obviously. Um, but an autographed Bob Knight photo, which we have right there. It's important. Looking kind of fresh. Um, and we'll have, like Zach was saying earlier in the show, we'll have $10 uh, prizes for each um, round that you're winning in. So to that point, uh, let's go around. And also, Final Four gets sidetracked, teachers. T-shirt. Yeah, I can't talk. That's right. Um, sidetrack T-shirts, which you can find on the Sidetrack store. So if you're feeling the need to rock some Sidetrack here, you can always go to the site and check us out with all the cool stuff. This is a lot of fun. We're going to announce some more guests rolling along here as the as the March Madness continues. It's going to be a fun month, guys. I'm feeling it. it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, big things ahead. Yeah, some some nice some nice guests that are going to come join us, and uh, I think everybody will enjoy it. Yeah, some March mo- Mojo. And to that point, to follow us on those social media outlets, and we'll try to stay tuned. Well, obviously, we'll post everything. But I meant, even in our little titles and stuff on our other streaming services, we'll post everything to give you guys a heads up uh, with all the cool stuff. But awesome, this was fun. Do you guys have anything you want to add before we jump off? Nope. No, uh, it was a great show. Yeah. Good Monday. After yeah, this cat, after Zoom decided to, to work, it was uh, a no, good Monday. Throw it. Got through the audio difficulties. Um, But yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening and the chat, but we'll see everyone back in the living room, 7 o'clock.